While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I'm Heather, the founder and current owner of Beauty Lab. I'm here with my business partner in crime, Dre. Also one of the owners. And co-founders <laughs> of Beauty Lab. Not co-founder. You brought me in. You brought me in. Yeah, but we launched as Beauty Lab together. True. Okay. So, so co-founder. We're co- I, we just made new business cards and put owner, or no, co-founder slash CEO. I didn't know that. Yeah. I love Can that. you have two CEOs? No. You're CEO. I'm... I just spent ninety four ninety nine on two hundred business cards that said we were both CEO. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I spent ninety four ninety nine twice because yeah, each. Okay, that's so fine. I'm not fine. the numbers person. Do you know what? We don't take that out of my paycheck. We don't go by anybody's rules. We're also joined here by Marillo. He is part of our team here at Beauty Lab and Laser. He is going to be producing the podcast for us. He is basically a media genius, so we're pretty stoked to have him help us with this. Marillo, say hi. Um, hello, this is too much pressure, so I'd like to quit now. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be all you hear from Marillo until he gets excited or heated or passionate about a topic, and then you'll hear so much more, which you will love. Dre and I have both done um, podcasts kind of anonymously in the past, and just due to constant demand and pressure from beauty labbers and from our fans and followers, we have decided to do an official Beauty Lab podcast. As you know, Beauty Lab, we try to be pretty creative and irreverent with um, our marketing and the way that we uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously. So for the most part, it's going to be me and Dre, yep. and then we're going to try to bring in um, experts and beauty labbers and um, local celebrities. So you guys let famous us know. chefs. <laughs> <laughs> so many famous chefs. <laughs> you guys let us know who you want to hear from. Um, we have an incredible staff here at Beauty Lab and Laser, and so all of them will be able to, you know, provide their insight on all things beauty and lab and laser. Yeah, absolutely. So we just kind of wanted to give you guys um, a little view into who we yeah, are. Yeah, like background and history, how Beauty Lab and Laser got started, why we are in business, and um, kind of what we're all about for the for the beauty labbers that have supported us and know us, this will be old news, but for the new listeners, <laughs> this will, you know, just to give you a little background about why we're here and um, how we got started. And it's it's not a typical story, I wouldn't mm-hmm. think. No. I think especially for Utah. We have a unique culture here um, that we just, especially in the medical industry here, it seems like there aren't a lot of women in business, first of all. And so we're really proud to be a a female-owned and predominantly female-operated business. Of course, we have our little gems, Marillo, Reagan, Lips by Reagan, and Weston, who is Beauty Sleeper. Yeah. Um, But we have a lot of really amazing women here in this business, and um, Heather is the best. She's she's our leader, our captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Captain, my captain. I'm happy to be her skipper. (laughs) And um, yeah, so I guess like I can kind of start the story a little bit. Um, Heather, actually, Heather and I have been friends for years and years. We weren't like 
I, I, we, we were hang like out socializing friends. friends but we weren't even texting friends. No, no, I didn't we were just, remember. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, um, but our daughters were best friends in elementary school. And so I've actually known Heather since our daughters were in kindergarten. I always really liked Heather. I thought she was so cool. She always seemed to like just, she was so funny. I just always really liked being around Heather. And so it's weird that we didn't hang out because yeah. I always really liked you and thought you were so cool. Well, and I loved Elsha and her mom, which was Andrea. <laughs> Stray. <laughs> I'm actually and still in Heather's phone as Elsha's mom. Elsha's mom. <laughs> and I just always, I don't know why, it's just even when they were in different classes and not good friends, I just never forgot about Elsha after kindergarten. I always looked for her at, you know, school functions. And at the time I was just a stay-at-home mom and um, it's just amazing to me, like, the amount of detail I gave to my life at that time when that's all I had to focus on. Totally. Whereas now I wouldn't be able to name my daughter's five well, best friends. Yeah. I'm like, who did you go to school with? Like, who did, whose house did she sleep at last night? But it's, that's just um, because now I'm focused and passionate about Beauty Lab and yeah. not my children. But at the time, <laughs> I was not only into my own children, I was also into Dre's children and Elsha. And so we, our kids were friends, yeah. and we were peripheral friends as a result yeah. of that. And then they got really, really close um, at the end of elementary school and uh, through junior high. And I ran into Heather, I was at a choir concert at the junior high. Do you remember this? No. And, and she, I had worked in the aesthetics industry for years before I um, got remarried and had more babies. And big mistake. Huge. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> and um, she, I, I remember running into you in the parking lot, and I was like, "What are you doing? What's going on? What's new?" And she was like, "Oh, I am actually like, I might be buying this medical practice. It's closing down. Like, it's the doctor is moving." Um, I have no memory no, of do this you whatsoever. This? And and you were like. I, they have like lasers. I don't really know that much. I might just like <laughs> shut down the spa, the med spa. And, and you were going to go surgery. Oh, focus solely yeah. on, on blepharoplasty. Yes. yes. And, and I was like, I, I think you should do the med spa. Like there's, it's a great business. Did, is that the time that you told me that you had worked in the med spa yes. industry? Okay. Yes. Okay. And okay. then, and then you were like, oh, okay. Like then let's talk, like come in and just talk with me. I want to like pick your brain and whatever. And that's kind of how it started. And sh like, I started working here. It was no, 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 no. You're missing like the, see, that's like a poignant memory for you. I have zero recollection of that. But I remember when you showed up on my porch to pick Ashley up oh, yeah. and I was yeah, 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 like yeah. pretty much in like the seventh circle of hell <laughs> and had, had purchased the medical practice yes. okay. and was, uh, you know, what is that phrase, like circling around the drain? Just overwhelmed, could not understand, had zero experience, zero history in any of it. And I remember you came to my porch and I was just like, hey, would you ever be interested in like coming to help me out and work at the med spa? Like I ended up buying it and she was on the porch and she was like kind of, and she was like, yeah, yeah, like we could talk like, um, but she had two tiny little babies. They were like one and one three. And you know, I felt guilty even asking you, but I was, I just remember like opening the door, like <laughs> being on the porch and being like, it just like, me. yeah, it was a total epiphany. Well, like, you and could it me. was like, so MacTube, which is my tattoo, that means it is written. You're going to hear yeah. us use the term MacTube quite a bit. It just means it is written. And the it's way an that- Arabic proverb, read the book, um, 
Oh, the Alchemist. The Alchemist. My I, favorite book. Paolo Coelho. <laughs> but um, even though I'd read the book, I never understood the MacTube part of it. And the way that Dre explained it to me was she just said, think of the movie Slumdog Millionaire. And like every time I've tried to explain MacTube like, to my children or to people when I just shout it out. MacTube! <laughs> <laughs> it's MacTube. <laughs> it's basically that everything that happens in your life, good, bad, there is no good or bad. It's all relative. And everything that happens contributes to... Um, who we are supposed to be and to uh, to our divine purpose, right? Yes. And so it's it is written. Yeah. It is not like destiny can't be changed, but it's just everything that happens to us yeah. serves for a greater purpose. It's become kind of a recurring theme here, for, at least for me. And, and for me. I say it all the time. I bastardized it. <laughs> I stole it from her. And it was interesting because I was in a place where I was also, I hate the phrase just a stay-at-home mom because it's not there's no such thing like it is truly the hardest job and the most difficult job I've ever had for sure staying at home taking care of my kids and um, you know having to rely on my husband as generous and amazing as he is for money and I was in a place where I was really struggling with that and I was feeling that pull of like wanting to go back to work but feeling a lot of shame for wanting that because my kids were so little and then to have Heather who I loved and adored you know kind of say to me like, hey, I could really, really use your help. That was such a, like, just a, it was like a light that was just clicked on that I was so grateful for. Like, I feel like she rescued me from a dark place and hopefully I did the it's same. It's the gift of the Magi. <laughs> it's the gift of the Magi. But it was so cool because once Heather and I started working together and kind of like just talking about like what she was already doing with the practice and how passionate she was about it and and really because I came from a background of already being in the industry it was so refreshing to hear her take on things and how she was like I think it's dumb for us to do this and I was like oh yeah that's totally right and we kind of started like kicking around ideas about what business we would want to go to what business would we feel comfortable at and what are the things that we were missing from our own med spa experiences that we would want to experience when we were going to a med spa because really like the people who come here are people like us. Yeah. We were our own customers and like with Dre, with all of her industry knowledge and she had been at the forefront of really when med spas started and became super popular and she had so much knowledge. Like I remember distinctly, like we were discussing um, this lease of this laser we had and I said, okay, it's, it does this, this, and this. It's like, a, was it a diode? or? Uh-huh. And she said, well, that's like the absolute worst. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> the sales rep told me it's the absolute best. And she was like, you know, not, she was supportive. And she's like, oh, well, maybe there's, maybe it is. But like, I felt at all of a sudden, it was like the floor went out from under me. And I realized that I had actually been listening to these sales reps and believing what they had told me. And like, I had been drinking the Kool-Aid and I had nobody to give me a counter opinion. And it was like leading a lamb to the slaughter. Like I did I knew nothing about this industry. And when she sat there, remember in that uh-huh, back room? Totally. And I looked at her like, like, I don't know if you I probably had a little bit of a poker face, but I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I have just spent, you know, 150K on the wrong 
thing. And a little disclaimer, diode lasers are great for specifically one thing. We were really needing to use a laser that had um, multiple uses, and so that, that was the issue. So don't want to hate on anyone that has a diode. Yeah, but that but laser you don't sucked need, yeah, but compared you don't to, to the laser we have now. Oh, 100%. And, like, yeah. I just got a Brazilian, like, two days ago, and I was thinking as I was showering... I can't believe that I supported that laser that took like seven days for <laughs> results to show. Because we would laser people and be like, okay, well, this is a little bit different. You're not going to notice anything for seven to ten days. And you know, like my short-term memory, I'm like a, a goldfish. I wouldn't even remember that I'd been Brazilian seven days later. But now it's like within three minutes, I'm good to go. And it's a completely different experience. Awesome. And that, I owe all that to Dre. Yeah, we have great lasers. But um, anyway, so... Really, that's kind of how Beauty Lab was born, is that we decided, you know what? Like, what do we have to lose? Let's build a business that's different. Everybody, there's so many med spas in Utah, and specifically in Salt Lake City, and a lot of them are crushing it and are doing really, really well. And we... But we don't want to go there. And why do we not want to go there? I think you had had a lot of really negative, kind of uncomfortable experiences um, in the med spa industry. And hearing it from that end of like the consumer and this is how I felt as a client that was hugely eye-opening for me and realizing yet like yeah I wouldn't want to do that either and so how do what do we do here at Beauty Lab to make it so that our clients don't have that same experience that you've had and so that they want to come here that they want to be part of this community because that's what this is yeah like why why are we different because I don't think we set out to be different but we just set out to build a business that felt right to both of us and I think there were times when we tried it both ways Yes. Like, well, this is how it goes. And then we would, like, be like, that did not feel right to me. We would, like, call each other at night and be like, I can't sleep. I have anxiety. <laughs> this is horrible. And yeah. and then it, and it really was like, well, why are we doing this then? Yeah, like, let's change it. Yeah, let's change it. So. And so we've just slowly and surely, and I think we've grown into it. Now we changed. Now we trust ourselves implicitly. Totally. And we don't question as much. But, um. In the beginning, we just did what felt right and what felt good and the kind of business we'd want to go to. We took experiences that we had had, both good and negative, and spun them to be um, to be the kind of business that we'd want to go to. And so that's kind of like, why is Beauty Lab different? Because people will come in here and they will feel that it's different, and they, you know, there's been a lot of buzz about us. And I think it's because um, people recognize we're different, but they don't might not know exactly how because there are certainly professional medical standards that we all follow and adhere to. And, like, we want to... Of course. We want to, you know, follow all of the highest um, standards out there that are... And all of the professional licensing um, qual- qualities and characteristics. But at the same time, we want to have a business that is absolutely based on the customer experience and that values the customer's time, the customer's money... And we don't even call them our customers. They're really our friends. Yeah, People that come to Beauty Lab start out as maybe they're followers, and then they become fans, and then they become our friends. And it's really, that is the process. We have a strong social media and strong Instagram. And the reason that is that we are so invested in that is because it gives us direct communication and direct response from our our friends who are Beauty Labbers. And that uh, ability to tap into what they want and to have a community with them and be part of that story is really what fuels us every single day. Oh, absolutely. And honestly, like I say it all the time, like we have the coolest clients. The coolest. We really do. Like I love every person that comes in the door and they're so many different people, like every walk of life, every age, every age, every gender, every gender, all two, all two genders (laughs) both come here. 
see the variety. We're really based on diversity. Focused on diversity. But truly, like, and that, that's what's been so fun building this business from the ground up. Or actually probably from below the ground from, up. From the depths <laughs> from the of the sea up. <laughs> is because, like, we have our people that have been with us for a long time. Yeah. And we have deep reverence for them and for the person that comes in, you know, to the, for the first time today. Yeah. So we launched officially as Beauty Lab and Laser in May 2017. That's yep. when we changed our name on the wall. And legally, legally, I think we changed things in January. Yeah, but we, January. But we rebranded our um, everything inside the med spa in 2017. So we've really only been in business two years. Yep. And this is approaching our two-year anniversary. I know. Happy it's anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Um, it's been a great two years, honestly. It really has been a horrendous <laughs> Gut wrenching, but meteoric and super super fulfilling. Um, two years, and the the story of Beauty Lab to me me is very much the story of my friendship with Dre, and how um, I literally, I mean, there are there are not words cannot express what I feel <laughs> for her. Um, she's just the coolest human being on the planet, and the not smartest cool and the funniest. Or and smart, I can't or as funny as Heather. Not. <laughs> Possibly true, but not entirely true. She, um, yeah, it's been so great to just learn from her and to watch her handle everything. And she very much runs the lab. She is the lab. And I think that is what's made this such a dynamic partnership and made it fun is I would not, I could not have done it. I think I did it for three months without you. Yeah. Well, I mean. Maybe three or four months before yeah. you came on. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. Um, and I would always say to like, I would say to the front desk and stuff like, Dre's great, right? Like, is it just me? Like, <laughs> or is Dre really great? Because I had been duped before. I had had gone through um, one or two partners that had really a short um, span, like I would say two to three months. And so I'd had people approach me and invest and want to be a part of it and want to team up. And it just, I sensed within weeks that it was not going to work and had ended those relationships. And then Dre came in and um, it has just gotten better and better. And we can't even foresee, like, how could it ever go bad? I know it can't because, and I, I mean, I have to sing Heather's praises for a minute here because she is an absolute genius. So brilliant. The most brilliant woman that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> true. It's all true. It is hundred percent true. And like, it's funny to me that she ever says that there is no lab without Dre because there is absolutely no lab without Heather. Like, we are who we are because of you. Our personality on Instagram, it's actually Heather's personality. Except she's She's, way hotter than me. No, 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 no. She is so funny, so smart, so cool. And, like, you love the lab. You are the lab. I love the lab. So this is really, uh, you know what? It's Drether. It's Drether. That's our hashtag. We're hashtag Drether. And we... um, we tell our staff that we're the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. There yep. is no division. So, um, so don't try to talk to Heather. Don't talk to I'm Heather sure if you want it. to talk to Dre. It is Drether. And when you look at like a hierarchy of how our business runs, it, Drether is at the very top. And we love being Drether. Yeah. We, it's so fun. We're not Benefer 1.0. No. Nor are we Angelina. Or JLo A-Rod. JLo A-Rod, which we don't understand why they don't have a hashtag for their name. It seems like a... Stunt. <laughs> it's, 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 it is a publicity, publicity stunt. Publicity stunt. Um, maybe they'll have one for their, well, you know, we'll call them as whatever they decide their wedding yeah, hashtag is going to be. totally. If it happens, you know, Jose Canseco doesn't break it up. Um, okay, so what is our mission statement for Beauty Lab? Like, when you think, because we have several. Yes, but what we do. what do you think it I is? think of beauty for the people by the people. Okay. 
Yeah. That's, yeah, beauty for the people, by the people, which is self-explanatory. Like, we don't want it to be beauty industry standards to, we don't want a six-year-old surgeon, plastic surgeon to tell you what beautiful is, nor should we um, have to rely on medical experts because they're medical experts to tell us what's beautiful. Yeah. Like, we want to rely on our best friends and... Ourselves. Ourselves and our, you know, like... What we think is beautiful. What we see in a magazine then we like... Yeah. We don't want to have to bring to our 60-year-old surgeon and say, I would like you to inject me so my cheeks look like this. And, and, their, and their whole goal is to make sure you still look like yourself. You know? Right. <laughs> like, no, the reason I'm here is to, is to change. And my, my mission statement for Beauty Lab is all I ever wanted is everything. Because I feel like so often in life and is, we are told to curtail our desires or curtail our passions or to accept what God's given us and just kind of be happy with what you've got, you know? And I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I think that's counterintuitive to capitalism. It's counterintuitive to entrepreneurship and it's definitely counterintuitive to aspiring to be beautiful. We can never be beautiful enough. Like I know in the eighties it was, you can never be too rich or too thin. And we saw how that played out and it wasn't always pretty. But in terms of feeling confident in how you look and feeling good in your own skin and in your body, there is no cap. You can't say, you know, I just have to accept what has been given me. These are the cards I was dealt. These are the genetics I was, you know, born with and I'm just going to embrace it and go on if it's something that you don't love. Yeah, exactly. So it's a total double standard in the beauty industry. Oh, total double standard. That's the funny thing is it's like, you know, we're all putting our teenagers in braces. So we're allowed to care about our teeth. Yeah, there's certain things that society has dictated that good parents do or good people do. Yeah. Or and, and it's just the social norm. Like yeah, braces. Braces, that's one thing. And another weird thing, somebody was telling me about, like, their grandma who got their ears pinned back. Like, when they were, like... Oh, yeah, I mean, you're allowed to like get plastic surgery. In, like, the 40s totally. or something. And no so why parent. are those things okay? And I totally get it. Like... If your ears bug you, pin them back. Yeah, but, like, moms can pin back their 10-year-old's ears to prevent bullying or give them more confidence, and no one would say, what a vain stage mom right. for getting her daughter autoplastic. Totally. Or, like, yeah, you're putting your kid in, kids in braces. Like, oh, nope, that's not how their teeth are supposed getting to your be. Getting your son's haircut. Yeah, you know? or coloring coloring your hair. I have extensions. I This is not the hair that God gave me. It's the hair that I bought. We walked around with the hair God gave us. I would be a pinhead. It would not look good. Have you seen a really bad bullet on a really large head? That would be me. me. Oh, I'm very, very popular. So popular. Um, No, but, and so we're allowed to care about those things and that's okay. Like we can get our nails done. We can wear makeup. We can have our hair done. But if I don't like how I look with, a giant furrow in between my eyebrows because I'm angry all the time. I can't get Botox because yeah. that's shameful. And that's poison. Yeah. It's po- <laughs> I don't put poison in my body. Well, Guess ca- what? Caffeine's poison too. I love poison in yeah, my body. I love bringing me all the poison. <laughs> yeah, Because it makes me feel good. And guess what? If you have a gap in your teeth and you like it, don't. Please, for the love of God, do not go to an orthodontist. Yeah. Rock your gap in your teeth. If you like that furrow in between your eyebrows because you want to be intimidating and make your kids think that you're mad all the time, <laughs> or leave because it. it's it's your signature. Yeah. Like we are, 
being a beauty labber means defining beauty for yourself. You don't define it by what the industry tells you. You don't define it by what your friends tell you. You define it for yourself. But then once it's once you know what you want to look like, we are here to give you every possible resource to achieve that. And a great example of this would be Freddie Mercury, who is the ultimate beauty labber. Ultimate. And imagine if Freddie Mercury had 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 super wealthy, you know, um, parents, not even wealth, but just like barely invested in his appearance and said, pull his extra incisors, you know, put yeah. him in braces, jaw surgery, and change his whole mouth, which would have changed his palate, which would have changed his ability to have a double octave range, which would have changed Queen and the music industry forever. And he embraced that and learned to love it. And, and I think he had to learn to love it. Totally. You know, he didn't, he probably wanted to look a certain way initially and to find that and have that be his strength. And that to us is exactly what Beauty Lab is because we could take the opposite case of Kylie Jenner who was born with really thin lips and it affects her ability to be the star she wants to be or to, you know, uh, achieve the things she wants to achieve. And so she, at 16 or 17, gets her lips injected with filler. And how much did everybody freak out about that? And st still sometimes people freak out about it, but they're, they freak out a lot quieter now because yeah. she's the youngest billionaire ever in the history of time, and yep. she's on the cover of Forbes at the age of 21. It goes both ways. Similar to Freddie Mercury and Queen, you know, embracing who you are and what you have or changing who you are and what you have and embracing it. It's either one is all I ever wanted was everything. Yeah. And we are the we are your friends and your allies and your advocates and we are not going to um, question or criticize or um, influence you or to do anything other than you. what you already know in your gut yes. is holding you back. We're not gonna tell you what you should do like what is beautiful. You're you know. Yeah, it was. What do this, you want? It was an experience that we had had going to um, several like uh, med spa conventions, and Dre and I at one point were so uncomfortable. We, we felt like we needed to like stand up and like. I left. I went oh, you to did Forever Twenty One because yes. I hated it. Well, and I just sat there like trying to get the courage to just like. Yeah, you wanted to raise your hand. That's right. Say, you guys are all. Yeah, something. I felt like I was like at I'm a racist convention. The horrible things they were saying awful. about people. Yeah. Because they didn't have any reverence for people's divine version of their own beauty. And they didn't have any reverence for their customers' time. And they definitely had very little reverence, reverence I'm sorry, or respect for their money. Oh, not at all. And I mean, how many times did we hear, like, here's a problem, client. Yeah, book them it's, out eight weeks. Yeah, no, literally. Somebody, like, that was they one were, of the tips. plastic surgeons, yeah. famous plastic surgeons, and they were teaching this to their staff, and we would look around, and everyone was writing everything down, like, oh, you know the girl that comes in, and she wants her lips so huge, and she brings in a picture of Angelina she Jolie. She two syringes. And she's already gotten her boobs done, and you know she's walking in, and you just think, oh, no, put a blue dot on her file, because you don't want her coming back, because she's going to want to do something that just that isn't your version of what she should look like. And imagine if that had been the doctor's attitude when a 17-year-old Kylie Jenner, who has famous siblings and might be dealing with, like, unfounded insecurity, said to her, listen, all you need to do is go home, write in your journal, feel better about yourself, and dig deep, Kylie. Go on your way. You, you know? don't know what you want. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know what you want. We believe that, like, we're born knowing. what We, we are born this way. We are born knowing what we want. And we get to define that... Um, standard for ourselves totally everybody should love their selfie everybody yep. everyone should love their selfie yep how many times have you flipped the camera around and you're like whoa 
Yeah. Uh, I did that the other day, and then I went and got a cheekbone pop, and, and you felt so much and, better. And you looked so <laughs> much better. So much yeah. better. <laughs> and it's, I think we're just at such a miraculous time right now where beauty standards have a wide latitude of what is considered beautiful, and we can embrace the things that we love about ourselves and that we're, that we're quote unquote natural or that we're born, we're born with. And then we can enhance and change and improve the things that um, hold us back. And that is truly why we are in this industry. And yep. what really resonates with us as women and as friends and as business partners. And that is why Beauty Lab exists solely to invest in our friends who are also our customers and in our beauty labbers and to help them become who they feel they were born to be. Totally. Like another, th one of our things, it's natural to want to love your, how you look. Yeah. It's not vain. It's not um, egotistical. It's not narcissistic. It's natural. And everyone's like, oh, I just want to be natural. Okay. Well, if you love what that looks like, yeah. then do you. But if you don't love your naturally cystic acne, come to us. Let's do some hydrofacials. Yeah, let's, let's do some salpils. Let's hook you up with one of our great estheticians. They can get you on um, great products and help you. Because yeah. and that's what they all love. They want to they are all here because they want to help people feel good about themselves. Yeah, it's absolutely people over profit and um, you know, we want to take care of people way more than anyone here wants to make a buck, which add, leads us to a couple special things about Beauty Lab that our beauty labbers know because we preach it every day, but to our new listeners, they might not know some of the things that make Beauty Lab different. We do not work on commission at all. There are absolutely no commissions for product sales, no commissions for services, and no commissions for... Um, there, there's no upselling. There's, there's no, no upsell, like, yeah. There, the, our staff is not incentivized to, to upsell. Yeah, you don't. there's no tipping. Yeah, Did I we, say tipping? No. There's uh, no, no, yeah, tips, no tipping. No yeah. tips. So you don't come in and get a, at any other med spa in the nation. You go and you pay $500 for 50 units of Botox, which is probably on the cheap side, actually. Right. Five mm -hmm. to $700 for Botox. And then you're expected to then tip your injector or your doctor 20%. Mm -hmm. And in what case would we ever want to tip 20%? First of all, if you have 20% to tip on $750, then... Do you? I then yeah. <laughs> but you like, went to wouldn't, you, wouldn't you want to go to like like buy a pair of jeans or something? something. Or like a, like that is already five hundred to seven hundred and fifty dollars. And then you're tipping twenty so percent. It's yeah. It would it would keep a lot of people out from doing these things. And so we really wanted to democratize the process. And that would that was one of the experiences we had when we first started that kept us up at night. We were, had just helped this totally cool couple who we had bonded with and laughed with. And we sent them to the back room and they got injected. And this is when we very first started. We hadn't really um, defined our mission statement. And the husband had come out and she had kind of lured him in to get Botox for the first time. And, you know, he was, he was great. He yeah, was so going cool. along with it. You know, he got... 50 units of Botox. She got probably 40 or 50 units of Botox. So their bill was probably around $1,200. And then it printed out, the payment machine printed out yeah. uh, their total. Do you remember this? Yes, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, I could cry. And then it printed out tip and a line and then grand total and then their signature like at a restaurant. And I remember I was just kind of new and I it printed out and I handed it to him. And he's like, oh, like a tip? Because he was already like, it already was $1,200. That he wasn't, he wasn't planning on, he would thought just she was going to get Botox and kind of got talked into it. So yeah. already his, his uh, bill just doubled. Yeah, and, and he probably had gonna... no idea how much it would even be. Because someone yeah. says to you, oh, it's $12 a unit. And they don't understand, well, you might be getting, you know, yeah. 50 units. Right. Or whatever that dumb 
confusing price matrices yes. to confuse people, which we're trying to get away from as well. But um, and they he tipped he tipped four hundred dollars. That's four hundred dollars. Yeah. So his total bill was sixteen. He paid two grand on a whim that he probably didn't even want to get out of the car, and might or might not have had the money. That's irrelevant to us. It's not about how much you have. Every dollar is sacred, whether it comes from a billionaire or it comes from a student at the local community college. We value every dollar. And that situation was horrible. And we talked to our injectors and talked to each other, and we said, we absolutely are not accepting tips. And if you're uncomfortable with that, we're going to need to part ways because we are not going to have our customers come in and fleece them. And it felt like fleecing. Totally. Why would they expect to tip... Are you going to do a less good job? Yeah, well, and that's what's funny. Are you going to, you know, like, scrimp? Yeah. Am I going to do, yeah, am I going to do a better job based on the tip you're giving me? And that's, I feel like, why we've attracted such a great staff is because they, all of our staff ha- has come into this job. They've all come into the job knowing that we don't do tips, knowing that we don't do commission. So they are here purely because they want to give great service. Yeah. They, you guys know that when you come in the door and you are going to get a hydrofacial or, um, you know, a lip plump or whatever, you're going to still get amazing service regardless of whether you leave a tip or not because you're not leaving a tip. Right. The tip's not part of it. You can come in, and we're also absolutely transparent about our pricing. So there's no kind of confusion and wait till you get to the back of the room, and then they, the injector suggests all these things, and then next thing you know, you're, like, trying to do the math in your head, and you're trying to be cool and trying not to look cheap, and but you're scared because your card might not go through. I mean, that experience is, is absolutely non-existent at Beauty Lab. Like, you put in your cart what you want to buy, and you count out your pennies and quarters, and the total is the total, and there's no tax, there's no surcharge, there's no hidden upsell. Mm-hmm. It is um, beauty by the people for the people, as democratized as we can make the process. Because you have to be a medical facility to perform these cosmetic services. Right. Okay, so that's already uh, gives us a leg up. Then you also have to be a medical facility to sell the medical grade skincare that we sell, which gives us another advantage. So instead of creating a monopoly where we have those things work to keep you in the dark and keep you at our um, mercy, we have reversed it and said, okay, because we have these things, we understand that, but we're going to equalize it by saying you still get to be the consumer and you still get to decide what things cost and how much you want to spend. And also, just because we're the only ones allowed to carry this medical-grade skincare, we're not going to double the we're not going to mark it up just because we have the privilege of having a medical license yep we want you guys will benefit from being on good skincare so let's make it as available and as economical as possible so tell them our skincare product policy everybody who comes in um is automatically a beauty labber and once you're a beauty labber you are eligible for the beauty labber discount which is basically just product at cost so um you like, know, if, if you're gonna if you want it shipped, it is gonna be full price. You have to come in and yeah, it's just the value we offer to the people that walk in the store. Like we get all of this medical grade skincare that's authorized mm-hmm. straight from the manufacturer. There's no chance of it being counterfeit or falsified or like but you get it at essentially Amazon pricing or cheaper. Yes. Yeah. So we don't mark it up. We buy yeah. it at wholesale and we cover our shipping cost and we pass that savings right along to you. So a product that would be Three hundred dollars mm-hmm. at the med spa, two blocks down, is only how much here? So it's one ninety eight. So yes, yeah, so I don't know one. the numbers, but I know it's cheaper. Yeah. So you say a yeah. hundred and two dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because, and so do we make any money on no. skincare at all? No, I okay. mean not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But do you know what? We believe that it benefits us. 
because we know that our beauty lovers are going to appreciate that and they're going to get great results and they're going to trust us with their skin and keep coming back. So yeah. it's a win-win for everybody involved. It's and a win-win for everyone involved except for the vendors that create the product because they they come down on us pretty hard yeah, and the, and, the, like and our it, competitors but... come down on us hard too because they want us to all join hands and create this, you know, circle of if you want this product, you have to pay $300 for it. And the only reason you do is so that you can pay the medical spa that is licensed to carry it. And we understand that, and that can be a different medical spa's angle. But it's it's so funny to watch them come in and say, what percentage of your sales are product-based? We're like, zero. Yeah. And they're like, well, what you, you're missing out on this $100,000 market. Yeah, but... You know, but that's not beauty lab, and the and the reason that's not beauty lab is because Dre and I aren't doctors. Yeah, so so <laughs> yeah, we, we, we didn't we own this medical We're not medical professionals. We're yeah. not estheticians. We're just beauty labbers. Yeah, we're, we're beauty just labbers. girls that want to look good and want the best, and we want to be able to afford it. And we don't want that to be contingent on a hundred percent markup because someone else is a doctor. Yep, and that's essentially beauty by the people. Exactly. Um, which brings us to our beauty lab bash, right? Yes. So every uh, podcast we're going to do a Beauty Lab Bash, which is when we uh, point out something that's a person or a thing or a something that's going on that uh, really bugs us as Beauty Labbers and bugs us as people. It and needs our, to go. Yeah, it needs to be done. And our Beauty Lab Bash is based on our recent experiences with the medical industry, which is if you have to wait more than 25 minutes in a waiting room or in a procedure room uh, to be seen by a uh, a medical professional that you're paying that, well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean regardless but I mean yeah. yeah even in the ER they don't respect your time well, yeah you're or right. your money and yeah. that is that is a fact because there's I've felt very disrespected when I've had to sit for 25 minutes and then sit for another 25 minutes and I understand that schedules run behind and doctors run behind but I, I don't think they understand that I can also hear through the door that they're discussing their lunch orders and Sour Patch Skittles and the fishing trip and that they, they just booked yes or the most recent meme that popped up on their Facebook and I'm not saying that all people do this because there are doctors I'm sure that are double stacked in order to make their quotas and are running behind, but that's not Beauty Lab. So we bash the medical industry for making us wait and making us feel like it's a privilege to see the wizard behind the curtain. Yep. And that is our bash. Like I had two experiences with um, doctor's appointments where I had to wait and I saw the doctor for six or seven minutes and I drove there and waited for over an hour and a half. So Mm-hmm. I didn't feel respect like my time or my money was respected in those circumstances. And so my bash of the week is long waiting times to see medical professionals. Yeah. And we want to up the ante a little bit actually and um, reveal on this podcast that we are going to be changing things up here at Beauty Lab too. Anybody who waits longer than 25 minutes is going to get $25 off of their service yeah. because we're just not okay with it. Yeah. And we want to put our money where our mouth is and make sure our medical professionals and our estheticians understand that, um, we want everyone to get the best service, but we also, part of that best service and experience is not having to wait longer than 25 minutes to be seen and treated. Yep. And if you do have to wait for some reason, you're going to get hooked up. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to make it up yeah, to you. It's, <laughs> things happen, but you're yeah. going to be compensated for it. Yeah, exactly. Another segment that we're going to do here on the podcast is the Beauty Labber of the Week. And this is an opportunity for us to shout out um, somebody who inspires us, somebody who we love, somebody who's doing something really cool. Our Beauty Labber of the Week is one of our OGs, one of our best customers, and I consider her a friend. Totally. And a total uh, muse and mentor. And her name is Carol Loren. She's a fairly famous um, fashion blogger. 
Mm-hmm. She's not really a mommy blogger because she started out as a fashion blogger and before like, she had children, and, and now she she's a mom. Went, like fitness and yeah, now she's she's now she's the triple threat, right? Yeah, she's totally. fitness blogger, mommy blogger because she has three beautiful children, and then also a fashion blogger. And to us, she's a female entrepreneur and a great mentor and muse because we know how hard it is to be a wife, be a mother, be a nurturer, and then to expose yourself to a very critical audience of women who are going to criticize your every move and continually for you to put yourself out there, be public and be brave, you know, and like make your choices openly. And she is so unapologetic about who she is and um, her life. And we absolutely love her. She is just, I hate to build up the that like stereotype but she is as perfect as she looks online yeah. in real life and She's that is the real deal for sure yeah and that is first of all amazing <laughs> <laughs> and she's um kind and funny and smart and she's a pretty incredible businesswoman so the reason we're highlighting her this week is because she cut off all her hair which in utah is rare because like the longer the hair the tighter the sweater totally. like totally yeah long hair is uh Long hair, don't care. Yeah, Yeah. and she cut her hair off, and she's kind of been wearing it, like, naturally curly and just kind of bucking a few of the, I would just say the Mormon um, fashion blogger. Yeah, the mom norms. And, I mean, it's always a risk to, like, change your hairstyle dramatically, especially after you have a baby. So I just, we're not saying that cutting your hair makes you a hero, (laughs) but But you know what? You're our hero. Like, just do you. And she's you know, out there supporting her business. And she has Carola Ren Shop, which is her clothing line. And she's got three kids under, like, how old is um, so Haynes? Haynes is, like, Haynes five? Is, no, I think he's six. Six, Her okay. boys are my boys' same age. Okay, so and you're basically Carola Ren. Basically, I'm her, Kara. We're so much alike. <laughs> um, I can't even imagine, like, I know how busy I am with my two boys. Yeah. I can't imagine having a newborn baby on top of that. And running a business and you know being and your business being you yeah like like, you can't stay in your jammies all day and like totally have champagne foil in your hair you know what I mean like you have to and she doesn't have a heather that she can basically rely on everything for and just get all of her validation from (laughs) she has to rely on critical internet trolls that are like shaming (laughs) her for having a good body or looking good in her hospital pictures like that was the worst where they're just like what's she do bring in a professional camera crew and we're like we've seen her in bad lighting in worst of circumstances after just getting her brazilian lasers and she (laughs) she why why are we afraid of her for looking good when we all want it yeah it's who cares yeah she's just like I think we need, we're all in this together, and like we have a little phrase at the lab. We say, take a pic, tag the lab, pay it forward, because we need to embrace who we are and not be afraid to put it out there, and we need to support each other. And we love and support her. So, Kara Loren, you are our beauty labber of the week. Um, okay, so finally, our last segment for today is going to be just the tip. We're going to give you just the tip, and it's just a tip. Just the best part. <laughs> this is a tip from us to you guys. Um, for all of our beauty labbers, our tip this week is you do you. Don't apologize. Just be your best self, whatever that looks like, whatever that feels like. Don't let anyone dictate what that should be. 
Yeah. You decide for yourself and don't apologize for wanting all the things. For wanting all the things or for wanting none of the things. There's, You get to define beauty for yourself and then embrace every possible resource to achieve that. And it is empowering on a physical level and on an emotional level to say, yeah, I love my blue eyes, but I hate my, you know, Kermit the Frog Lips. Yeah, Kermit the Frog Lips. <laughs> no offense to Kermit. Puppet disclaimer. Um, yeah, but I think that I would look even better with a mini lip plump. And anyone that says, why would you do that? Or your mother-in-law says, oh, my goodness, that's poison. That's It is. But for me, it's manna to my soul. And <laughs> embrace it and recognize that you're not alone. We're all in this together. And if beauty is going to continue to be the currency by which we are continually judged and continually held up against, then we should not be shamed for doing everything in our power to um, achieve that. We're not shamed for wanting to exercise. We're not shamed for wanting to color our hair. We're not shamed for getting our nails done. Why should we be shamed for drawing attention to other areas of improvement that we want to enhance or define for ourselves? Exactly. Just love your selfie. Yeah, love your selfie. It's natural to want to love your selfie. And that will conclude our podcast for this week. But send in your questions. We're going to be um, answering viewer viewer listener questions yeah listener questions we will put a little poll out on um insta on our insta story so just be looking for that um you can send out send us some questions that way you can send us a dm an email you can just tell us when you come in yeah we're doing the podcast for you guys but yep. um don't ever forget that the lab loves you and the lab loves you the lab loves you we're so lucky to have such great labbers yeah and life so is fun. short by the lips, lips.